Hello and uh, welcome to the 14 questions. Or as Dan is apt to say, welcome back. Well, thanks for that uh, shout out there, Brandon. <laughs> Anyhow. I feel, but, I feel bad. I give you a hard time about your welcome back. But then whenever you bring us in, I'm like, man, yeah. we're just going to be missing a piece if we don't say the damn thing. So just say the thing and just go. Trying right? to pay homage to, you know, the two people that come back. Then five to <laughs> yeah. whatever. Three, 395 or so. No. <laughs> so anyhow, folks, I'm not going to ask Brandon how his weekend was because I, I sort of had an idea, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're weirdly enough, we're recording on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, yeah. So we might be a little more punchy out of the gates. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe we, we need we, to start recording gotten, on Tuesday. We've gotten through Monday and now here we are on Tuesday feeling rushed but energetic. So there's that, I suppose. We're not going to fail to forget this, though. We got to update listeners. Not that they don't already know, but, you know, that election we mentioned on the last podcast last week. Oh, up in uh, Canada? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> so, yeah, Trudeau, Trudeau, you know, he's, it's a, more or less the same. Yeah, but it needed to happen. I, I mean, I, 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 whatever, <laughs> whatever. We, we won't get into Canadian politics just yet today. Don't, and please, any of my Canadian friends and folks up there, don't at me, don't face me, whatever you're going to do. I know I'm going to hear about this, right? More, more than likely, yes. Yeah. But whatever. Seems to say it's fine. We like to joke and pick and have fun at the expense of all kinds of things here on the 14 questions. So. Well, they'll actually just seem to like, oh, they called a special thing and boom, it's, it's Trudeau snap electric, week, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, and then few seats up, few seats down. Yeah, you know. as if we don't have enough political issues and problems down here in these wonderful yeah. United States. So, I do. I I yeah. would have put in though. I'm I'm honestly. I really think somebody could have won some more. You know, influence up there in Canada had they basically put a referendum in, like if you vote on Tuesday or whatever it is, just put a referendum in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Free Tim Hortons. Free Tim Hortons. <laughs> that that right? get everybody to the polls, right? Right. Not that they have a problem getting people to the polls, but this would be a really big thing. And I think Canada needs to consider this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a thing that will be loath to some people, but I just don't understand the Tim Hortons thing. No, okay. You know, we, uh, we had forget him, we about had, it. We had this, him in Ohio. Where franchise is going and, down uh, the shitter right now. Yeah. Because if you don't understand Tim Hortons, you just don't understand international relationships. <laughs> I suppose I don't then. Yeah. Tim Hortons to me, I'm like, it's, it's like they took the donuts out of the box and put them on the shelf instead of the other way around. They were the first <laughs> to recycle and reuse. They sold the Tim bits from in the middle. They didn't waste anything. Think about it. Oh, you're claiming that Tim Hortons invented the donut hole. Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. Let's argue about mm. this. Mm. Now we're going to have to dive down the donut hole, All rabbit right. hole. Folks, <laughs> come to I, a promise, conclusion I promise. To we'll, this we'll great do a, controversial we'll, claim. We'll do a full episode on this and whether or not we believe the current I'll do, I'll president. I'll do an episode on the history of the donut. I know you will. Yeah, totally. And then we'll just discuss whether or not the international relationships will go back to some kind of norm and people start eating poutine again and bring Tim Hortons. Yeah, and we, then we'll we just bring, incited the Canadian-American war. This is there what's going to happen, Over. yeah. Fucking donuts. <laughs> so it all comes back to the 14 questions podcast. Anyhow, so we're going to, we're going to cover tech because we cover tech, but there's been so much news about tech lately. We got to do like a highlight reel. Yeah. And, just, and, and then we're going to get week, into You're like, what's happening in tech? 
uh, here in 2021. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a crazy week. So, which is weird for tech, but, um, and then before the break or after the break, we'll get into the, the weird, the weird part of tech. But anyhow, my highlight, highlight reel goes like this, uh, Facebook, uh, <laughs> bit of a problem over there. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a two-parter for us. Once we dig into some of the investigative reporting and some of the stuff that's going on over there, it's yeah, not good. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. Good, good old Facebook, but pass. I want to have a buzzer. So when you bring up topics, I can just, I can just buzz them like, eh, not today. Yep. We're going to move on. We will get back to that because um, if anybody's following this, some of the, it's very impressive, very heavy reporting about what has been gleaned about what's been going on over in there. Yeah. Through several different media outlets and news sources, but yeah, they, yeah, things don't look the best over there. No, they got some, uh, I don't know what to call it. Housekeeping. I I don't know. House cleaning (laughs) issues. Maybe they need, I don't know. know. Somebody's going to be testifying before Congress. Before too long, I would imagine. A few folks, I think. Again, yeah. Yeah. That's going to happen. I think. Anyhow, um, Axios had a pretty cool piece, but the whole uh, 10G. 10G? We can't even get real 5G. Hell, we don't even get real 4G yet. But what I think I had 5G today, for? actually. I was up it there. It says it's fake 5G. I was, I was weird. The new Apple stuff is coming Look, to Dan, the East Coast. We're only at like, like 68% vaccination rate. So 5G is not a thing yet. We have to be at 100%. Oh, for it God. To I missed yet. that part. Yeah. Yeah. So 10 G. So it, it's basically like. <laughs> that's the, what the booster shots are for. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going there either, <laughs> folks. Um, but yeah, this was really interesting. So basically, they believe that a lot of the infrastructure that we already have they can rapidly go to 10G, which is, you know, anticipating what the, the internet of everything is going to be and could be really cool. Actually, you might get some money in this country. Yeah. To no, actually get that to some other places that are still on, like, dial-up. Yeah, blanket. I, I'm all for, like, blanket-free high-speed internet across the nation. Well, not know. even free, just something reasonable where my reasonable, bill doesn't yeah, go up through the ceiling. And then no. if I negotiate with the people I've had a relationship with, they tell me I can't get a reduced bill. I got a trade. I've never understood that business model. Anyhow, that's not a hero. <laughs> Curtail your 20 minute rant. What's yes, that which I just did. Yeah. Highlight reel here. So, um, tech polar, uh, Jake Maloney. This is really actually interesting stuff. So the department of energy, and this was in combination with several universities, and I'll, I'll probably mess this up right now because there's there's a lot of folks involved. But they're talking about they they possibly have a new technology to recycle um, lithium batteries. That would be a good thing. Yeah, this was a pretty good, but this is like an intense. Like this is a full podcast, if not a two part series, to wrap your head around it. So, long story short, my takeaway was. Okay, when you're recycling certain metals, what they would do is they would be some would float, some would sink, so you could do a thing with them, and they'd one go up, one go down. But they've mm-hmm. discovered a chemical that they can put into early stages of this, the components in a lithium battery that actually gives one of the components the sink, and the other one just naturally floats. So it just it it it, it identifies like this one, and obviously I didn't get okay. into the the thing but so they just self self-separate essentially yeah they so yeah. so they, huh. they they pre-spray stuff and they they pre-do a thing and then they they put them in the 
process that's always worked with, you know, metals. And we're talking like lithium, cobalt, I forget. It's a bunch of nasty stuff that goes in the batteries. But now that we're coming up on these 10 year cycles of useful batteries for cars or, you know, five or six, probably seven, maybe pushing the limit on computers and stuff. Yeah. The, that has to get resolved in terms of if we're, if the, if, well, it has to get resolved regardless of where EV goes. I mean, that's just one component of this whole thing is think about all the batteries that are in phones and computers and everything else. Yeah, there's, so. there's a ton of waste material that's not exactly the most friendly to just throw back in the ground as it's or, or, so. or go get in the first place. Yes. I mean, yes. there's some, but yeah. again, that could be an entire podcast unto itself, yeah. but not for We're today. just doing highlight reel. Cause this has been all in the news in like the last five yeah, days. Cause there's just, just so not enough things. about tech. So Amazon, that's kind of a cute little story. This came out of a text explorer. They've got some roving Jetson boat robot now. Like it's cute. It, it's cute. Like a new, like a new drone. No, it's like a little, it's like a little, little thing that looks like a, I don't know, like a dog or something. I don't know. We'll post a picture of it on the, on the spaces of interwebs. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll pull it up Hmm. during the break and it's cute. I don't know what it does. Maybe just listens to you. Like which Jetsons robot are we? And we're not talking about the flying car. We're talking about. No, it's more like a pet. This thing looks like a pet, like Dottie a household or whatever that's cleaned the house or whatnot. Sort of like that, but it kind of looks like maybe it's supposed to have four legs, but it's got like a computer screen. It's got these little eyes that look up at you. I'm not sure. I'll show you. I'll show you the photos. Of it's, it's real cute until it kills you. You're always about this <laughs> stuff. And then I'm just going to leave it here on our highlight reel. So apparently... Few people have complained. Forbes reported this out just in the last day or so, or even it maybe even came out today with um, David Fallon over there at Forbes. That the uh, this is the article I came across is that the key feature in the new iPhone 13 is getting fixed. Well, a key feature. I wouldn't call it the key feature. They, well, okay, nobody, so clickbait, whatever they did over there. Yeah. Their phone. yeah, no, it's. So this was the way the watch was going to open. If you had your watch on, it would open it because if you have a mask on. Yeah. The, the phone doesn't open anymore, so they just did a thing, and then everybody wore masks, and then a, they don't open your phone, and it's stupid. Yeah, it's just the facial recognition unlocking is not working as anticipated if you're wearing a mask, right? Right. Well, and the, and the solve was the was the watch. Mm-hmm. So if you had your watch on, it would it would just yeah, just oh, like do a, unlock okay. your your MacBook Pro, say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So apparently, Apple's working on that real fast, like. But our, our last episode would explain why Apple is probably like, oh, shit. I mean, they, they, they've had a little bit on their plate recently, so. Yeah, they'd have like a six-day Software thing. patches mm-hmm. and whatnot. And they're like, eh, you know, the unlocking with a mask on thing, that can wait till <laughs> we yeah, get like this sorted 72 out. 72 hours, but, you know, there's a lot of people walking out of those yeah, seems, stores seems going. Seems reasonable to me. Putting a mask on their face going, Halloween's going to be here. Why is my phone not fucking unlocking? <laughs> <laughs> They developed this technology specifically for Halloween and not because we're still in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, right? That's what I think. Yeah. What's, totally. I mean, what's your totally. take? Mac keynotes is always around a certain time of year. They're thinking Halloween. People are dressed all in costumes time, and no one can call or text. They the cameras. They do all the things. Yeah. Just so you can take your Halloween you big, photos and you videos. Big mittens on like because you're dressed up as a, I don't know. <laughs> so then you can't unlock your phone that way. Just it won't recognize your face. Oh, You're trying to do oh, the, the selfie and then oh, the corner can't yeah, exactly. swipe right on Tinder. Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot about for, that part. Yeah. For shame, for shame. Yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, clue clue everybody in before the break. We're going to be talking. Yeah, about, well, 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 you mentioned this. So big and small is always a thing in tech. Yes. Yes. And do we do we make this thing bigger or do we make it smaller? And we always have these trends. Um, you know, whether it was cell phones was was the example I brought up back in the day when we had flip phones and sliding phones and everything else. <coughs> we were constantly going, make it smaller, make it smaller, make it smaller. And then, you know, I, I think it was Motorola. They made this flip phone that was like the size of your pinky nail. <laughs> You know, I don't remember and that one. It was, it, I, I'm exaggerating a bit, but it was very, very, very small. Like it, almost like a USB flash drive, small, like just this tiny little thing. And then the moment phones became screens, everybody's like bigger, 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 bigger. Interesting. And so in this episode, uh, we're, we're going to talk about miniaturization. Well, and well, and to your just, point, this was like. So Brandon and I were talking about this episode earlier, and I'm like, well, I, I did think about that. It's kind of funny. So as the phones get bigger, they start shrinking the laptop screens, which I eh, yeah. sort of getting used to, you know, here and there. But then we started talking about it. Like, there's obviously this trade-off between going back to battery power, your battery power versus your screen versus your screen resolution versus what you can do on a phone. And yeah. then there's a weight component to it. Yeah, size, size, weight, and battery life, I think, yeah. factor into a lot of these things quite heavily. So now now we're at the precipice, probably, of things trying to get really, really, really tiny. Or, or really, really, really light. Very strange. Hmm. Hmm. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Sit tight. Your break was as good as ours here at the 14 questions. Uh, we were left off talking about, uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? You've been ranting about the, the <laughs> Amazon robot here for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Earlier, Dan talks about this Amazon Jetsons robot and I'm, I'm like, yeah, take a look at it during our break. And it looks like the bottom half of a small vacuum cleaner with an like, Amazon fire tablet strapped to what its face is supposed to be. <laughs> and then I'm reading this article and it's like, well, it doesn't do much yet. It can let you know if you left the stove on or notify you if somebody enters your home or it can, it can hear you. It, it can, can see you and it can follow you. It can transport a small item from one place in your home to another, but it doesn't have arms. So I guess <laughs> I could be like, take, take my buddy a beer in the next room and then he'll have to take it off its back. Uh, Does it have a back? Yeah, it's got like a little tray to put things on, but it it doesn't have an arm. So I can't go throw this bottle away. I can go drive it to the trash can and then it'll be stuck at the trash can with a bottle on its back. Or it'll just come back to me with the same bottle I wanted to get rid of. What have you? Yeah, so Tech tech Explorer is the article I said. $1,000, I'm I'm like, Bezos, if you're going to fund your space program with these robots, just know that Musk makes it much cooler autonomous thing. Yeah, whatever. Oh. <laughs> so, that, so Joseph uh, Pansini, Pansini, I think is is it's P I S A N I. 
reported this out of Tech, Tech Explorer. Amazon unveils Jetson-like roaming robot for the home. And they named it like a Jetson name. They named it Astro, which was the name of its their That was dog. the name of the, the dog. Yeah. How you, it would, I mean, I mean, that might even offend, you know, Teddy over I here. I just, I'm all about tech and gadgets and whatnot, but based, it, based on what I've read thus far, maybe there's some surprises around the corner, but I don't see much point in that. If I got a theory. This one went to space. <laughs> like all of them did. So like the little things and they'll be like, Hey, this is your, your thousand dollar thing that we took to space because now it's closer <laughs> to Jetsons they or just, something. I they just shoo a, <laughs> flew a little robot warehouse up into almost space. We could argue. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Them back well, to earth. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's but how they're no. going to deliver things from now on. No, I think, I think robots in the home are, are probably going to be a part of our future. I just don't think based on what limited exposure I've had to this, that it's going to be the answer to all of our wonderful needs, problems, and wants, and deepest, darkest desires. All right, so we're talking about big things, little things, and we're going to go back to really, really, really small stuff. Really small stuff, yeah, because it's interesting over time that technology, miniaturization in general has been hugely impactful. You know, computers used to take up an entire room. Mm -hmm. A video camera was the size of a suitcase. Um, you know, and everything as we, as we've made the chips smaller and the circuitry smaller and smaller and smaller. Now we have all of these things in one device in our pocket, um, hugely beneficial to society, except for the whole yeah. social media zombie thing that we've created. But I mean, yeah, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But so yeah, you, yeah, you came across a thing. So this was reported out. So I'm going with the, let me see the registry. I'll start there with uh, Lindsay Clark, September 24th, this year, 21. So they reported out a deal about these floating microchips that'll work like helicopter seeds. So the title of the title of the piece here, and what we'll put in the episode notes or, you know, throw it on the face in spaces and the tweeters. Um, scientists took um, cues from helicopter seeds to invent tiny microchips that float on the wind. Yeah, I mean, to what end? What 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 do they study? What do they what do they what do they do? Well, in you know, in then I'll reference another article as well. But you know, it's kind of I, I don't know. It's it's very like we're going to learn things about pollution and water quality, and we'll just release these are very tiny folks, so they're one millimeter to a half a millimeter, and then they've got these little tiny printable things. And so it could be, I don't know, hundreds of them, thousands of them. And they just, they just release them out into the wind. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's like the size of a smallish insect. No, no, no. I've got another reference to the insect. This is way, I mean, millimeters. So the, no, like, the, the, like, a, like cracked pepper on your salad. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden you, you know, you get something, you, you, you know, inhale it. Maybe, maybe they made them digestible. Well, apparently biodegradable. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You just, they sit in, mm. sit in your gut or your lungs for a while after you inhale them and uh, eventually break down into their component elements and you'll be fine. So there's some pitfalls to this. So the passive, na- you know, the, the, the passiveness of this stuff. So it's it kind of like, think about a, a dandelion that releases, you know, nature floats seas or these little things or pollen that floats around and just yeah. lands everywhere. 
and does a thing. Just picks their <laughs> computerized microchips. They're they're at the mercy of the wind. I'm 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 very curious about this technology. Yeah. Um, I'm like, how do they get the data collected? I'm curious about that too. Like, right? How does that get sent? I mean, are these these millimeter sized robots? chips you know do they beam this back via radio waves or so there's references to the internet technology the internet of things a, a common grid thing or charged i don't know because i couldn't actually yeah. i had the same questions but i mean yeah, again I'm, I'm just I'm, curious and do they have to go recover these tiny things wherever the wind takes no. them to study them uh-huh. no they just leave them like and they're oh, like yeah. well they can't really go that far i guess until they get in the jet stream <laughs> Right. But I mean, there's some, you know, there's some, there's all this innovation. Yeah. Like, like look, look at the island of Hawaii, right? <laughs> like there, well, yeah. there are species that reach that simply by getting stuck in the wind. You right. Know, and, so. and, you know, it's, it's kind of, I guess, nice and refreshing to read an article about, well, this would be great because we could forecast um, pollution and sense things and go into the, the water. And, you know, I'm reading these articles again, going with my, you know, I'm doing air quotes here. What could possibly go fucking wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, and you say every time we bring up Android-like robots, and I joke about them killing us off. Um, you're you're worried about the thing the size of a, a, a piece of pepper on your salad. <laughs> well, that's how, that's we how have we're different fears in this world. You know, man. we have different fears, but no, I, surely these can be used for for good. I mean, you would. I, <laughs> I, that that is the initial intention, right? Yeah. But then, so I start going down this rabbit hole, right? So, um, NPR section here. So I follow technology over there, and they did flying microchips the size of a sand grain could be used for pollution surveillance, right? This was reported out by Scott Newman, September twenty third, twenty twenty one. So just recently, and you know, basically covered a lot of the same stuff. And, you know, it's sort of like, it's cute here. It's not a bird nor a plane or a winged microchip because apparently they have those. I'll reference that in a second. Yeah. But yeah, these little tiny micro, you know, flyer things, they'll just release. And they're, they're researching this stuff right now. Hmm. I'm curious to see what comes of it. I don't, I mean. I, 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 mm. <laughs> but Dan, they're biodegradable. No, it'll be fine. They, they release them into the wild. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And go from there, yeah. Until you inhale them, and then they're secretly, like, government nanobots. Well, you, you know, yeah. as, as many references <laughs> as I read, and I'm I was going to go way sideways there, and I just won't. No, we can. In, I'll, I'll, I'll do another one. Technology again under NPR reporting. This one was uh, Avery uh, Keatley, uh, Noel King, and uh, Steve Inskeep were the, were the you know, the um, folks that inputted on this article. But... Don't swat this bug. It might be a robot on a rescue mission. And so, yeah, I'll peel my thing around here, right? So they've got this stabilized thing. Yeah. And this is this is actually some just mind-boggling technology. So I believe this actual thing that they've invented it, it weighs as much as a honeybee. Okay. And they've got an they've got an actuator in it. And there's some technology. I won't get into it. We don't have time. But basically it gets charged and the thing can flap its little wings at like, I don't know, 500 times a second. And it just buzzes around and, you know, collects information. 
on rescue missions. Yes. This, this sounds like a thing that's going to be spying on us at some well, point. At <laughs> first, it's rescue mission. It's all this nice stuff. Like, oh, you know, I, I drop my keys or my kid down the, the well or the drain, and, you know, the, the bees go down there, and, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll do a thing. And, well, I mean, if I know my kid's down the drain, I don't need the bee to go tell me it is. Well, and it, it sure it, as hell no, not no. going to lift it back out. So. <laughs> But I'm saying it's it's so nice that it's like, you know, yeah, and these, I mean, it's I could, all I could see some applications where, you know, say if we had, we had like the condo collapse in Florida recently. Yeah, absolutely. You right. Know, so actual true search and rescue where yep. it's not safe for us to go in that rubble or we can't because it's too tightly confined. Send send the right. bugs in, see if they can identify some bodies so we know, you know, where to dig and where to look. Without yeah, wasting and, manpower or time. In some of this, I mean, you, you think of the, you know, the regular drones. We've done an episode on that. We've flown them around. When they hit something, they get really knocked. Yeah. Right? So this, because of the, the composite material they use and the wings and the, and the material they use, this is designed more like a, like a bug or a mosquito. Mm-hmm. Like it bumps into something and it goes, oh, I bumped into something and it moves away and it can just keep fluttering and doing its thing. Yeah. Well, I can imagine they, because they're so small, they don't have enough inertial force to really in the material themselves and the materials that they're made out of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The combination of the two makes them a little more resilient. Yeah. It's like made of a little elastic bands and stuff, like really tiny ones. Yeah. And just bounces around. That makes sense. Which I I could see a lot of good use for these things. Sure. Yeah. But it, it sort of begs the question, like, you know, <laughs> like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> like, this technology just isn't like, you know, it's not just the good people who are like, oh, let's, you know, do a thing. Let's rescue people. I mean, there's some, you know, like Hollywood needs to get on this. I mean, they have been with these sorts of technologies, the, you know. Flying swarm bugs of things and yeah. microparticles that fly sure. up your nose and get in your eyes yeah. and all you have track to do you. is watch sci-fi movies and television and <sighs> you'll, you'll know the technologies that we're going to try and create because some you know creative person comes up with an idea and then somebody sees it and goes wait a second i could make that well and and, and, and we go from there you know whether it be teleportation or lasers or everything else like God. We, these ideas come become like part of pop culture and then suddenly they start becoming part of our reality. Which well, here's is the thing: super it's, exciting until we build the Death Star. But we well, already here's know the it, thing: so we already they, know its weakness. So. Yeah, you just have to you get a bunch of people together and a you know a big woolly thing, and you know he goes, and you know you fly a thing in, and you some yeah, X-wing it, it things, and you, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyhow, we won't no, go there. No big deal. But what I'm saying is, you know, they're like, oh, this, the, maybe there's an application where you know if there's a problem of pollination. We could just fly a bunch of these things around and pollinate. Well, how about this? Yeah. Couldn't you unpollinate things? Not in Texas. (laughs) 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 I did not say that. I did. I did. I said it. I said it out loud and I'll say it again. Yeah. It would be very illegal to unpollinate. Yes, I mean yeah, yeah, we won't go there. Yeah, that's a whole. If I can get a ten thousand dollar bounty, yeah, 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 okay. Where's, our, where's that fucking button over there where I can beep you? I can't even reach. Sorry, our, I'm our, in a mood. It's technology. a Tuesday. I'm in a mood. It is what it is. I spend is, a lot of time we, in the car by myself, so my brain's way too high. We do have to remind people of this, and here we are. So this might be like we're a little slow out of the gate on Mondays, and possibly it's a good idea we record on those days, Tuesdays. 
I'm sort of feeling like I got the caffeine load from Monday plus the double <laughs> up today and straight into the work week. You know, that's how it works. You got to, you got to do what you do from time to time. Yeah. So, but this, I mean, it, it is, it is pretty fascinating, I guess, when you think about the applications, no, we, were, we were talking about that, um, the movie interspace. Mm-hmm. Where they, who was that? And he's like shrunk down and like ended up in the human body. Oh, we just had this conversation. That's what's really going to mm-hmm. upset me because what a day or two ago and now I can't remember. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But it's it kind of creepy. Don't worry. People add us about stuff. I'm yeah, like, I can't just, believe these guys are actually yeah, mentioning no. inner space and they don't actually have that, <laughs> the, the actual references pulled up on their equipment they claim to have or so whatever they always say. We're not the, we're not the movie buff ultra movie nerds. We're just, you know, casual watchers over here. Well, Teddy will look it up for us. We're limited yeah, he'll, today. He'll find it. You know, staff. But yeah, that, you know, <laughs> again, miniature little robots, like nanobots and stuff from science fiction and whatnot for medical purposes. And they make these invulnerable humans because you have, you know, tens of thousands, if not millions of tiny robots in your bloodstream that can repair things or, you know, treat diseases or whatnot. And we're working on these technologies. Yeah, you had mentioned a bunch of this stuff, and it's kind of like, it's not as in the future as I thought it was. Yeah, no, a lot of it, you know, I think we we have some that are prototyped, and I, I understand to be functional, that do, like, targeted drug delivery and whatnot. Yeah, it's bizarre. So you don't just inject or ingest a drug, and it, it kind of spreads throughout your whole body. Hmm. These things carry it through your bloodstream, and then go, where we're, we're supposed to be, let it go. And I guess it obviously increases efficacy but also decreases side effects. Yeah. And some things. Yeah. And, just, and then, yeah, they're, they're working on them. Just little, little robots in your bloodstream. It's really. Yeah. Don't, don't you think we would start with, I don't know, horses or I'm um, Teddy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Teddy. My prediction is. So for 30, the listeners, 30, it, it, 30 for, years in the future, there are going to be a lot of people, at least half, that are going to be swallowing Robomectin. That they Robomectin. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Well, and, and, and for the listeners that have, you know, just, just started listening to us, um, Teddy is a, a rather large German shepherd who's, who's actually yes. on the Twitters, but he is here. He listens to yeah, us almost every single time. Yeah, he does. He lays here so quietly. Nine until you mention his nine recordings out of 10. Yeah. And then, and then he'll mess something up or, and we have to re-record half an episode or whatnot. Yeah. It's happened. No fault of his own. He just didn't like what we're talking about. (laughs) Surprising. (laughs) You know, he has that editorial, you know, paw. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the oversight on this podcast. Says, eh, no. But I mean, some of this stuff is very, very fascinating to me, but it's going to your point, like, or going to the point from earlier, like the fact that we're getting this small with technology and we can float things in the air now and we can fly bugs around and stuff like that. I mean, uh, the applications start to get a little, well, you know, you know me, I always say like, I love technology. I love the advancements of technology. I love the potential for good and benefit to society, but I also know every single person bit of this stuff could be used for more nefarious, insidious purposes. And and so it's, it's which side of the coin do we land on? Who's, who's in charge? Who's in power? Who's in control? Who can, you know? All right. So I'm going to go with my litmus test, right? 
of this is where this is where things get you got to normalize this stuff. So when you know kids are screaming because they want the you know whatever new toy which is the sand dust that they throw at their parents when they come home so they can track them for like an hour <laughs> and the parents go Oh, you really like the new toy? That's so cool. And the kid's like, "Oh yeah, I know where you drove, and I know what you did." Yeah, that's sort of the. That's I think that's the baseline where people are like, "Well, my kid does it, so what's the big deal?" <laughs> It'll right? be okay, right? We and I'm, I'm we not being technology fac- from the younger generation. Show me how to work my iPhone. Exactly. Show, and I'm, show I'm, me folks, how to work I'm not, my nanobots. Yeah, yeah. I'm not being <laughs> facetious here, folks. This is this is what's happening with drones right now. You just put them up on the shelves, and kids fly them around, and they're like, "Oh, they seem kind of fun and cool." Until you realize what they can actually do, and then yeah, yeah, of course. See, when you started this whole thing, you're like the kids screaming for the new toy. My brain went. I kind of want to be a nanobot hacker because if we're all walking around with these things and the kids start screaming in the Walmart, I want to be the guy that has the device I built in my garage that takes the nanobot straight to his vocal cords and shuts him the hell up. <laughs> no, well, you were saying that, but I, I was thinking like all of a sudden, you know, you know, whatever child shows up at school and he's like, you know, itching or something. And it's like all of a sudden it's like, you know, the neighbor, like my dog has fleas and I come and I like take it to the vet. It's like your dog doesn't have fleas. Your child doesn't have lice. We don't know what this is. Hmm. Hmm. Now you got the <laughs> shit scattered on your pillows. It's listening to you. <laughs> and the only thing that knows what it is, is the, is the fucking Jetson dog from Amazon because you know, they're tied into this somehow, but any, no, we're just kidding. That's what the Amazon Jetson dogs for to listen to, to collect you. the fleas off of you. So we can remain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We totally digress. Anyway, we've got Anyhow. way tongue in cheek on a conspiracy theory. Yeah, but it is cool technology, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We'll definitely keep that but, uh, uh, in the in the back of our minds to revisit in the future as these technologies advance and improve. Yeah, maybe have an update or two. Who knows? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but it was a big week for tech. Yes, it was, and uh, I, I think a yeah. lot of these things we'll be covering in the very near future yeah. here on the 14 Questions more, podcast. More than likely, so... Uh, Anyhow, folks, we were a little long this time, but, uh, you know, sometimes we do. So it's it's Tuesday, not a Monday. So yeah. don't blame us. It is what it is. So All right. Until next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. 
That's good shit. Woo! Yeah,